I guess. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just sort of throughout school, I've always just been like really bewildered learning about the natural workings of the universe. Um, and yeah, it's just, it's always just sort of fascinated me. I'm not sure I can really pinpoint anything like specific beyond that, but it's just, it's something that I'm just super interested in. Um, it's, it's crazy to me to, to think that like, I don't know, even just like the fact that you can pinpoint the trajectory of a baseball and just like mathematically determine from when it's hit, um, where it's going to land based on, um, you know, the angle of, of it that it left at, um, the, the sort of wind velocity and stuff like that. I just think that's fascinating that we're able to like write down with this sort of mathematical universal language, um, what everything is and why it's that way. I just, I don't know. I find it really fascinating. Welcome to the Leaders of Tomorrow podcast. My name is Chris Thompson, your host of the show and the head coach of the Student Works Management Program. This is a show dedicated to young and ambitious entrepreneurs and ultimately the leaders of tomorrow. Each week, we will bring you an inspiring interview or message to help you create the future you know you deserve. Let's get started. So, Really excited about this podcast. One of the things that's happened for us is our operator podcasts have gotten great reviews. People have loved to hear them, love to get feedback about them. So what we've done today is we've got Cameron Burns, who uh, in his first year, as a first year McMaster student and working in Georgetown, did over $100,000 worth of business. We're talking to him on May 23rd. And he's already at $75,000 for the business. He expects to do more than double that before the end of the season. And we welcome you, Cam, to our podcast. Awesome. Yeah, great to be on. Thanks for having me, Chris. No, fantastic. And I know Cam's been an early listener and, and loving the feedback. And I know he's been, he's been shooting me suggestions and, and, and feedback, which is always, always um, you know, I love that. And so, so anyone can shoot me feedback at cthompson at studentworks.com. If you've got any ideas for the podcast or you've got anybody you'd like to refer who is an amazing young leader to our program. So um, one thing that I just wanted to start with, Cameron, is, you know, and again, not, not from a space of, wow, look at me, but just from a space of it's really pretty incredible just, you know, just how well you you've done and just I want to acknowledge that about it what do you see about what you know you and the, you know fellow top operators are really doing differently uh you know at student works that drive such great results totally yeah um I mean definitely personally I don't have everything figured out I think uh that's like after 20 years you probably still don't have everything figured out um but I think it's more so just about um one sticking to the systems. Um, that was something I know last year, um, I maybe wavered a little bit and saw some, uh, obviously not great, um, things come out of that. Um, but then it's just consistency. Um, it's, it's really important to sort of know what your, what your goals are and your projections are, um, going into to every week, to every day. Um, we set sort of weekly goals with our district managers every week. Um, so if, if I know that I need to do 10 estimates this week, um, looking to sell 12K and looking to produce 
like a twenty thousand dollar payroll um, over the next two weeks. Um, it's just about sort of setting everything in place to to make sure you're you're holding yourself accountable to hitting those goals um, and just doing the sort of volume of work necessary to get there. Um, and then just being consistent with that, like getting sort of the small wins um, every day and every week. And it just compounds. And eventually um, you've got something built that's a lot bigger than maybe you could have seen um, two months back. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's always really something that's fascinating. It's like, you know, if you really think about, you know, we get started in January, the first couple of weekends in January, we're running training sessions, we're going out marketing, it's freezing cold. And, and we're right. you know, contacting people and internet and home shows and all these different ways. And it really is hard to see what eventually gets created. Right. It really kind of takes a leap of faith. It's like, you know, initially as well, when we're talking to people, they really aren't ready to actually really think about painting and window cleaning. But now in May, it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm interested. Right. But we, you know, so, right. so, you know, it, it really does take a, um, you know, kind of a little bit of a vision, right. To sort of see, see what your summer can create. Totally. And so how do you see things differently? this year versus your first year and your first year's experience? Yeah, a lot of things, a lot of things are a little different, I'd say. Um, I guess sort of one, one big thing um, that I've like just been sort of working on and I've gotten a little bit better at, obviously it's something that you sort of continue to work on throughout your whole life, conflict management. Ah. Like last year, I remember there was a time like just sort of early on um, in the preseason, I was just making eight point calls um, trying to set up estimates as we do. And I was talking to this one lady, um, and she, she like seems super nice off the bat sort of thing. And then, um, we like to make sure at student works, we have sort of both homeowners there when we do our estimates to avoid miscommunications and stuff like that. So I asked, maybe I didn't ask it the right way. Um, and it, it seemed to offend her a little bit, but I was like, Hey, Miss Smith, um, is there sort of another homeowner, um, you know, that, that, that would have an input in sort of making the decision on the estimate. If so, um, can we find a time where you can both be there? Um, and she got like really offended and was like, Hey, I can, I can make this decision on my own. Um, I think it's disrespectful that you think I can't make the decision on my own. Right. And so, and I, well, like, I just kind of asked the question again, rephrased it. And then, and she just still seemed really offended. Um, and eventually it was like, okay, like you're being really rude to me. I don't want to go through with the estimate anymore. Right. And so that was like just super crushing to me. And I was like, in like, yeah, back two years ago in, in like February or so, that was like one of the first um, people I was able to reach that night. And I was just so crushed that I was like, okay, screw this. Like, I'm not making any more eight points tonight. Um, I'm super upset at myself. I'm a terrible person, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. Um, just sort of creating stories and like making myself feel bad. Um, when, and then I had a chat with my, my district manager, Alex, last year. Um, and he was just like, Hey dude, she was probably just having a rough day. Like, obviously not your fault. Don't worry about it. It's all good. Um, and obviously there's like maybe some things I could have done differently in the conversation with her to like have avoided it getting to that point. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, like I really learned, um, through experiences like that, um, just to sort of put your, like just detach morality from yourself, like, like not attribute um, sort of what other people's maybe anger or sadness might be, um, and just putting it on yourself. 
Um, cause a lot of the time, most of the time, it's not stemming from something you've done necessarily. Um, it's maybe they're having a rough day. Their dog might've just died or something and they just are kind of taking it out on someone. Right. And so, so yeah, I guess, um, that was like something early on last year that was really getting to me. And I'll tell you a story like two weeks ago, it was probably like the most significant bad thing that's happened so far this season with student works. But we produced a job for um, someone on the street. Painters left it messy. Obviously, sort of my responsibility for not of coaching them, um, for not of coached them better on leaving job sites clean. It was an exterior job. Um, and then we left like paint chips on the ground kind of thing. Beside the point, the uh, neighbor sort of, I think, two or three doors down, we also had a, an exterior job booked with. Um, and he gave me a call. Uh, about two weeks ago saying, Hey, Cameron, really upset. You left paint chips here. It's not clean. I don't want this on my, my job. It's like, um, it's a bigger value. It's going to be like three times more mess. I can't have that happen. Um, and just sort of like, yeah, obviously really upset. Definitely a little bit warranted. Um, we left the job site messy, obviously shouldn't do that. Looks bad on the business and we're not, that's not like a quality service. That's not what we want to sort of do. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I was just like, Hey, um, I take obviously full responsibility. Um, I'd really love to sort of solve this for you. Um, and I just, I don't know, I was just able to handle it sort of a lot better. Ended up being that, uh, even through sort of as much as I could do, he just ended up wanting his deposit back, um, which is obviously really sort of crummy. It was like a $1,400 job, not the end of the world, of course, but like wow. after that, I definitely felt super down, but it was just like, I don't know. I've seen like a big, just sort of mindset shift. Um, being able to see it as, yeah, this is like a really great sort of learning opportunity. Um, obviously now we're going to be paying so much more attention to, um, sort of the image that we leave, um, after we produce a job and, and yeah, so just through that, um, I guess I was just really able to sort of learn and over the last year or so, just attaching sort of the personal morality to it. Um, and I'm just like, obviously sort of the next day it was like, now I'm totally fine, ready to rock again. We'll move past this. Let's just keep going. Um, and yeah, I think that's, that's a really big thing. And then I guess also, uh, differently from last year, um, it's just like sort of using other people and trusting other people to sort of take on responsibility for me, I guess, leverage is the word that yeah. um, we like to use when referring to that. So last year. And I guess like first year of the business, um, it's really just, at least for me, I really wanted to make sure everything was going sort of as I thought it should be going. Um, so when it came to like middle of June and we had um, two crews producing, um, I just found myself sort of caught in what we call the production trap. Um, and I was just on job sites, sort of twiddling my thumbs, just mindlessly worrying about things going wrong when obviously I just didn't need to be there and should have been making calls and doing estimates um, and trying to sell more work. Whereas this year, um, just I'm, I'm, it's, it's been like a challenge for me, but I'm, I'm really just trying to put as much sort of responsibility and delegation um, as I can on other people. I have a, a production manager this year. Awesome. He's been super amazing and is really, really crushing it. I haven't had to step on the job site the last week. Um, and we were producing with three crews full force. So just, just super great there. Um, but yeah, just like being able to sort of let go and trust that somebody else can sort of take on a load for me. 
And, and obviously like if you're one person, you just, you absolutely can't do as much as, um, even five people can do. Um, even two people, even if they're not necessarily like going to have the same work ethic or what have you and drive as you are as like the business owner, even just one more person, um, taking on half of the amount of work that you're going to do is still like you're getting, you're producing 50% more, um, volume wise. So it's just obviously so huge to to sort of leverage, um, other people and use them as much as you can. Um, and they're going to grow out of it and you're going to grow out of it. It's just, it's good stuff all around, Chris. (laughs) That's, that's awesome, Cameron. And I really love how, how you've learned to reframe setbacks. And of course, one of the things about, you know, someone like, you know, the, the people in our organization is, is that, you know, it's, it's those times we, things don't go well that, that, okay, Hey, how can I handle it? And let's take responsibility. And then what specifically can I do so that that doesn't happen again? Okay. And then that becomes habitual and, Oh, I, I learned to ask the question so that people can't get offended. And, and it's always possible that anybody can get offended about anything, but it's just way more likely. And, and, and so, so it's, and I'm also delivering what I need to deliver, which is um, an opportunity to really please both homeowners at a successful, a consistent basis. So, so we get everything met. So exactly. Could you, could, you know, if you think back, like, you know, before, before you came to training and before we met you at, at you know, at, at McMaster in your first year, could you have seen yourself here 18 months ago, you know, running a business that's doing, going to do over $150,000, employing all these students, satisfying all these homeowners? Well, I'm going to start by saying absolutely not. <laughs> and then uh, just, I just wanted to touch on one thing about the, uh, the last question before, before sure. we get diving into this one. Um, yeah, I guess it was just like the sort of interestingly, um, the I think the next day after like two weeks ago that this that we lost this job, um, the next day after that, your like episode on I think disappointment um, wow. was released on the podcast. So <laughs> it was just like a super neat sort of uh, thing to happen. It just like all sort of came perfectly at the right time, right when I needed that message. I got it from you, Chris. So awesome. appreciate that. Awesome. Um, <laughs> Yeah, but uh, so could I? Could I've seen myself here eighteen months ago before starting Student Works. Definitely not. I mean, I sort of in in high school, um, I was definitely like super driven. Um, I've always been sort of really um, focused on just doing the best I can in everything I do. Um, school is really important to me. And in the last two years of high school, um, I ran a like general service lawn mowing landscaping business. Um, so my cousin was starting a business with the uh, summer company program that the Ontario government offers. Um, and I sort of jumped on him with that um, one summer. And then the next like fall into the following summer, ran my own sort of business. And so through that, it was like, I did okay. Um, like I definitely probably just would have made the same amount had I had continued to like lifeguard as I was prior to that. But obviously the experience um, and just sort of throwing myself out at something and sort of seeing what I could create was was super valuable. Um, at the end, I was I had like two people working with me, um, and we did again. We did okay. It just like definitely wasn't nearly to the volume of what we've been able to create over the last year and a half with Student Works here. But, but uh, yeah, and it's just like again, as you were sort of saying before, like coming in to the program. You just really don't know sort of what you're in for and what to expect. 
and you're not necessarily ready for it and you're just not going to be ready for it, but you just sort of have to dive in. And and the growth has just been like absolutely unfathomable. It's just like, yeah, so much um, sort of learning and just personal development has happened from, from being in the program. Um, but yeah, I definitely did not see myself hiring eight students um, full-time over the summer and being able to, you know, sort of provide a, a really high quality service for a hundred families. Um, yeah, it's been totally surreal, but obviously <laughs> definitely achievable if you put the work in. Right, right. For sure. For sure. You know, and one of the big concerns that that understandably parents have and students have is how can I handle this all around a full-time class load? You know, how is that, how's that possible? And, you know, one of the the big reasons I wanted to bring you bring you on is is you have another remarkable thing about you, and it's that Cameron got a four point um, and I, I I know a really really tough course load, and while doing a major extracurricular, so a major musical at McMaster University, and it's just like how the heck do you do that? Um, so, so I, I wanted you right. to on to sort of just, just share, Hey, here's, here's what I've discovered or, you know, how I did that or whatever. So yeah, that's, that's the other thing. Yeah, totally. Um, I guess one thing that I really wanted to, to share on the podcast, um, when I was finishing my first semester in just like general life science at McMaster, my first year physics prof, Karen Hughes. Um, the like last day of classes, just like had a talk with us about continuing on to the uh, like the next physics, the next semester. So at Mac, there's like two physics levels. There's the the one for just general life science, and the one if you're going into physics. I took the one going into physics just because it opened sort of more doors for me. But anyway, at the end of the, the sort of last lecture for a semester, she said, pretty much, uh, like come back take the second course. I know this was hard, but why do easy? You know, like just, just do, just do hard. If you do, you can do easy and you can sort of get by and like get amazing grades. Um, or you can do hard and you can come back next semester and you can maybe not do as well as you would have in physics one AA three. Um, but you're going to learn a heck of a lot more and challenge yourself and you're going to grow. And that's just like a philosophy that I've taken on ever since that um, talk that's really sort of stuck with me. Um, at the end of, so, so in first year, um, it was actually physics was the one course I didn't get above a 90 in, in first year. So I, I got like a 3.9, I guess you could say GPA right. first year. And, and it was that, that physics class was the one I didn't succeed in. And then I decided to pursue physics because um, I, I wanted to do hard. And so, so yeah, I guess um, this year, uh, yeah, so managed to achieve um, above 90 in every class in second year university. Um, I'm in biophysics now. So that was just like a goal I'd set for myself and really just knew sort of what I had to do to achieve that. And then, yeah, as you were saying, I was involved in the um, elite role in the McMaster Science Society musical this year. And that just meant it wasn't honestly an enormous commitment. It was like, we had sun rehearsals every Sunday, um, sort of most of the day Sunday. So my Sundays were kind of out. But yeah, I guess just sort of balancing it all. Obviously, it's a lot about just time management um, and sort of knowing 
what you have to do with sort of each piece that you're involved in. So with school um, and just with, with, I guess, everything, making sure that you're sort of scheduling um, what you're doing in a calendar or agenda, something like that, um, for like every hour of the day. Um, throw in when you're going to be eating, throw in when you're going to be studying for your bio test, when you're going to be doing your math homework, when you're going to be making eight point calls for student works. And then it's just sort of juggling everything around that. But definitely just sort of knowing what you have to sort of accomplish with everything. And then again, working around it. So if I had rehearsals um, from like one o'clock to seven on Sunday, um, I try to schedule estimates all day Saturday, um, maybe 7 a.m. and 9 a.m. Sunday morning. Um, and that would sort of allow me to still hit my estimate goal, get to my rehearsal so I could be sort of fully present there. And then throughout the week, I just focus on making sure I, I did what I needed to, to to keep the grades up in school and uh, still be able to sort of set up powerful weekends for for work. Um, so yeah, nothing nothing really super insane, just like just being consistent and again, holding yourself accountable to doing what you need to do um, and what you've set out to do. And the rest just sort of comes as long as you're just, just getting it all done and being consistent that way. Yeah, no, I think that's no, no secret sauce. <laughs> well, yeah, no, no secret sauce. And, and I know, you know, first of all, ultimately it comes down to, I'm getting a, I'm making a plan and then I'm just going to go and do the work. Right. And there's no right. question that, that, you know, you're, you're a really, really hard worker, you know, you just, you know, you're committed, but, but again, it's, it's, you know, one of the things I want, you know, our young leaders to hear is, is that yes, he's a hard worker for his business and his school, but you know, obviously the, the, um, the musical was something you're just really passionate about. So, so again, you can totally. fit, you can fit and you want to, you know, high performers fit more into their life. You know, and, and so so that's really what it's about. And and if we in the future, we see a big future for ourselves. And one of the great things about this podcast is you're speaking to incredibly successful entrepreneurs and executive vice presidents and presidents and CEOs of businesses and all sorts of amazing leaders. And oh, yeah. <laughs> the same theme that's running out, you know, and if I want to have that big future, then let, let's start having it now. And that's, and that's one of the things I really, I really, you know, commend about what you're doing is, is you're just putting in the effort now. Um, now, one of the things is there's got to be a big reason, you know, what's got you really excited about, about science? Like what's got, you know, just, just sort of delve into that. Like, why did, why does that, why does that interest you? I guess, um, yeah, I don't know. I just sort of throughout school, I've always just been like really bewildered learning about the natural workings of the universe. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's just, it's always just sort of fascinated me. I'm not sure I can really pinpoint anything like yeah. specific beyond that, but it's just, right. it's something that I'm just super interested in. Um, it's, it's crazy to me to, to think that like, I don't know, even just like the fact that you can pinpoint the trajectory of a baseball and just like mathematically determine from when it's hit um, where it's going to land based on, um, you know, the angle of, of it that it left at, um, the, the sort of wind velocity and stuff like that. I just think that's fascinating that we're able to, like, write down with this sort of mathematical universal language um, what 
everything is and why it's that way. I just, I don't know. I find it really fascinating, but, but yeah, nothing, nothing, I guess, too crazy. Okay. Um, oh. Not, not, not certain like where I am um, right now, where I necessarily want to end up in science. Okay. Um, I'm definitely becoming more and more enamored with the idea of entrepreneurship. Right. Maybe obviously I, I guess I was too in high school running my own business, but right. Yeah, so uh, just just sort of leaving, uh, keeping myself prepared. Um, luck is when preparation meets opportunity. So um, keeping myself prepared um, and when doors open, just sort of diving at them right now. But, but yeah, I don't know. Science is really fascinating, and I highly encourage everyone to read that. Yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> and first of all, I agree. And and you know for. You know, I, I don't think I've talked about my academic record on the podcast yet. So I, my, I, my, my best year at university, I graduated from the University of Toronto was, was, was a 75. And that's, I guess, back in the, you know, I'm not sure if they still grade things that way, but anyhow, so a solid B student and I worked really, really hard and I just couldn't figure out how to get A's. So, um, and it's a blessing because, you know, I might've gone to a, um, law school instead of, uh, gone and spent my life coaching, uh, young leaders, which I'm so blessed to sure. have been able to do. So I, you know, clearly I'm a coach, I'm a recruiter, I'm a trainer. That's really what I do. And, um, and so, you know, one of the things I always like to say is, is that I couldn't figure out the technology or the science, but when you can combine business and science or business and engineering or business and, 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 and healthcare, it's like, wow, is it ever fascinating? So I, I, so I love the opportunity when people come into our program with broader skills and they're, they're putting different skill sets together because then, wow, real magic can happen. Not saying that real magic doesn't happen in our program and I want to discount that. Just, just, <laughs> right. just, you know, again, just, just, um, um, you know, there's 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 technology, there's science, and then there's leadership, and there's the magic of leadership. There's the magic of coaching and training. So so again, I'm I'm really excited that that you know, again, you're keeping all that on the table for yourself. Yeah, yeah. So you know, thanks for sharing about again, you know, how you see putting it together, and 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 again, that it is possible to come and take this program, the program, and you know, hey, be able to to do exceptionally well and to be able to take a take a, a, a serious extracurricular we have we have also uh you know elite athletes i used to be in a um, um a, an elite athlete we won a national title while i ran this business i was on a team that won a national title so it's like things took away from the business i know for a number of weekends it was at least two or three you did not go back and work on your business you know uh right. and we're just focused on school or focused on your musical or or whatever and hey isn't that amazing? You got you got it all in. So totally. So um anything you'd like to share with the young leaders on the podcast, Cam? Yeah, there was one thing uh that, that sort of really resonated me when we had to read um Susan Scott's book, Fierce Conversations. Yes. And there was one one quote in that book by she said it was by Ray Bradbury. Um and it was something to the effect of uh walk to the edge of the cliff, jump off and build your wings on the way down. Um, yeah. And that was, that was something that just like has, has stuck with me since then. Um, and I think it's a really just a, a sort of great um, idea to sort of live by and, and take with you. Just 
just in, in, in with this is just everything explaining sort of getting started with student works and I guess just any really big sort of frightening opportunity is just just freaking go for it man just just jump off you don't know what you're really in for yet maybe maybe you're not prepared you obviously don't have everything figured out yet but but just go and you're gonna figure it out sort of as you go um, if you're putting the work in and you're just committed to to sort of doing what you need to do there's going to be people around you supporting you so just do it just take the step um, in whatever it is, and it's probably going to pay off. Um, yeah. So that's that's one thing that uh, has just sort of really really stuck with me. Um, and then another thing, um, a quote that you've shared with us a few times. Um, I think correct correct me if I'm wrong from the the Denver basketball team. Yeah, the game is the game is scheduled. We have to play. We might as well win. Um, so yeah, just like speaking to um, sort of just doing the best you can in, in everything you're doing. Um, if you've got a commitment and you have to go, um, you know, you're in school, why not just do well in school? If you're running a student works painting franchise, um, why not do it to the best of your ability? You're, you're, you're in it. Let's just go crush it. Yeah. Um, so that's something that I, that I really love that, uh, that you preach as well. Yeah, it's, it's it's actually it just just for basketball fans and to to give the do you yeah, you got the quote right Boston Celtics dressing room and it says the game is <laughs> we have to play we might as well win and it's just like yeah let's let's just go out and crush this life we only get one of them as 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 best I know you know so as best anyone yeah. right um right and so it's like let's absolutely suck everything there can be out of it. Let's do as much. Let's contribute as much. Let's be as much. Let's, you know, you know, be as, as, you know, to me, it's like, you know, I want to be the biggest tree I can be in the forest. I'm not going to be the biggest tree anyway whatsoever. I got that figured out already. And that's okay. I'm just, I'm just trying to be the best Chris Thompson I can be. And that's a, that's a great, that's a great thing. You know, not, not be worried about comparing, not be, you know, up against uh, anybody else's game. Let's just play our own game as best we can. You know, that's a, that's a tough thing to do in this world of Instagram and Facebook and, and uh, you know, uh, but, but just let's, let's go out and be the best person we can. So that's awesome. So one final question for you, Cameron, when you think of a leader of tomorrow, what comes to mind? Nice. So yeah, the classic end off, obviously, you know, I listen to all the episodes um, something that I think a lot of folks that you interview say is just sort of someone who can adapt, um, to the changing world is obviously like a really important trait to have because yes, um, as we've seen over the last several decades, the sort of growth in technology is just an exponential and it's going to continue to obviously sort of shake up the landscape of, you know, the workforce and the corporate real world and, and everything. So being able to adapt is definitely important, but um, I think while that's true, and while you need like um, a critical mind to be able to sort of reflect on how you're doing and see if there's sort of changes and tweaks that you need to make, um, I I think just so much of it is just sort of putting your head down and 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 putting the work in and just being willing um, to sort of do what it takes to, to to sort of hit your goals and do what needs to be done. Um, that's what I think is, is, is really integral to, um, a leader of tomorrow, but, uh, yeah, 
Yeah, love it. Love it. Yeah, just just doing the work and enjoying the work. You know, that's the other thing is it's just it's just, hey, just go and enjoy the work. And and yeah, at times at times any role, you know, it may not be exactly what we want to do. When that client calls back and is upset, hey, that's not so much fun. And you know, weather's not right. so good and I gotta go out and market, maybe I'm not into it. Well, go call, go call someone who can help me get into it. You know, I'm kind of feeling yeah. stuck and not really up. Great. Let's let's go in and, you know, and engage, engage, uh, you know, maybe my district manager, maybe my coach, maybe my buddy in the program uh, or my buddy in life, you know, and 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 I and I want to hang out with people who who um, who challenge me, who want me to be the best me. Right. So so I'm not going to call someone who's going to say, oh, it's OK, Chris, you're doing just fine. You know, don't go. <laughs> it's OK. You know, just, you know, like, right. you know, like, uh, you know, they're going to go. Yeah. Yeah. Go, yeah. Come on. Go, you know, you could do it, man. You could do it. You know, go win that extra game. Right. That's way more fun. Exactly. Right. Totally. <laughs> well, that's awesome. So so Cameron, really, really uh, grateful that you, you took some time out of your day and came join us on the podcast. Um, let's keep crushing it. I, you know, can't wait to see just what you can create for yourself, uh, uh, this coming season and just how you're going to continue to develop as a young leader. I know, um, you know, miracles are a weight, you know, you're just going to create amazing things in your lifetime. Thank you so much for, uh, for having me on, Chris. I really, really appreciate it. Hey. Great. Okay. My pleasure. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Hey leaders, we have more great content for you coming up that I know you will love. So if you are listening and you have not done so already, make sure you subscribe to the Leaders of Tomorrow podcast. And if you enjoy our content, please give us a share on your Facebook feed. Better yet, tell your three most driven and entrepreneurial friends about this podcast so they can join us in discovering key habits, and insights that can assist them in having super powerful careers.